Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, it's Elise. Hey, it's Malia. And today we're going to talk about the quarter life crises because I'm about to go through it. <laughs> Specifically, Elise's impending quarter life yes, crisis. I turned 25 in like a week. But first, we're going to talk about what's going on in the news. And I'm going to see if Malia cares about any of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good, yeah, go ahead. So first up, Lindsay Lohan launched a lifestyle site, and it costs $2.99 a month. <sighs> do you care? No. Didn't the Kardashians do that? They have apps. They did it, like, the smart way. I actually I really they, envy their, like, their business savvy. I mean, in general, yes, they're very business savvy. Specifically <laughs> but people to, like, pay for that shit. They want to be, like, a Kardashian, so they download the lifestyle But, app. like, are people really paying for it? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But Lindsay Lohan's is going to be, like, a website. But, like, who wants lifestyle advice from <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? She is a mess. Uh, yeah, that's confusing. I feel like if even, like, Blake Lively couldn't know. Was it Blake Lively? Yeah, she could yeah, make it work. she could well, make she it work. she was trying to sell stuff, though. Well, Lilo's going to try to sell stuff. But Maybe like, not if she's monetizing with the monthly fee. So what do we think she's going to give advice about? And is she going to write? How to come back from rehab. Man, I don't how know. How to snort cocaine. Yeah. Like, how to hide cocaine from your mom. Oh, my God. How to, how to like, form a new accent. <laughs> oh, I changed my life in 60 days. How to get out of going to jail. Yeah. Girl, we're planning your content for you. Um, or it'll just be, like, 10 ways to rock my mean girl's look. <laughs> Updated 10 for 2017. 10 ways to rock an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> How to be the cutest member of your mathletes. <laughs> Stop. Guys, I think it's going to be super lame. I don't think anyone's going to pay three bucks. It's really I sad. I don't really think anyone is either. don't care about it. Okay. But I care more about that than I do this next one. Um, so Kylie and Kendall Jenner put their faces over a bunch of musical legends on t-shirts. Like Tupac, um, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Tupac. <laughs> what? His name is Tupac. It's Tupac. Tupac, like a six-pack, but smaller. I just know he's like a like an icon oh, or whatever. He's a big fucking deal. <laughs> we like had a hologram of him. But anyway, okay, Tupac. Kylie and Kendall can't pronounce his name either, I'm sure. But they still used his face for a t-shirt. I mean, but like who is surprised? I mean, it was a little, like, why? Like, they're... Yeah. They've always been accused of appropriating black culture and profiting from it. So, like, that's not news. But, like, why... First of all, why t-shirts? I don't know. Why they're... Like, have you seen them? Why musicians? I saw something about it. It's just their faces over, like, legendary, like, pictures. But, on the other hand, they... They're known for appropriating black culture... And they're also known for thinking that they are the best, most interesting things in the world. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it was Chris's idea. <sighs> but, like, it just doesn't make sense because they're not musicians. The only remotely interesting part of this story was the clapback. You know whose idea it probably was? Kanye. I'm surprised Kanye mm. didn't do this shit because he's so, like, he loves Kanye. Okay, but yeah, the clapback. Sharon Osbourne was not having it. She tweeted them. And I don't remember what she said, but she was pissed. She was basically like, you're not nearly cool enough to, like, pull off this shirt. Yeah. Screw you. And apparently they didn't consult any of the musicians, like, family members. Like, obviously Sharon Osbourne was not, like, asked if this would be okay. Yeah, dude. They went all out with their, like, stupid... They replaced Tupac, Biggie... Tupac? <laughs> yeah, Tupac. Tupac. Um, and his more, more popular cousin, Tupac. <laughs> um, and Biggie on t-shirts. Let's see. What else did they do? Did they do Michael do? Jackson? Um, She's looking at an article right now. No, they did... Pink Floyd, The Doors, Black Sabbath, Tupac, Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie, and Led Zeppelin. Um, so, like, no big deal. Nobody's. Right. And they were also going to sell these t-shirts. Oh, yeah, of course. Why would they not? I Because 
Why would you? Well, but it's Kylie and Kendall. Like, why would they do anything if they're not profiting from it? That's just so confusing. Like, that's common sense to me. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they sold them, like, on their apps. So, they're, like, super racist, and it's, like, really confusing. It's, I don't even feel like it's racist. It's just, like... Eh. It's just very disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I mean, Led Zeppelin's not black. I mean, yeah. But it's the Tupac like part is, like... major disrespect. Yeah, that's like, gross. She's gross. They're gross. <laughs> She's gross. She's gross. I don't like that. Um, apparently, they were going to be $125. <laughs> okay, Kanye. Um, I can't find where Shannon clapped back. I remember seeing it, but I can't find, like, the quote. But Biggie's mom came for them, too. I'm actually Ooh. surprised that Tupac's mom didn't. Pretty active. Is she alive? Yeah. Oh. 95% sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I'm always, like, I'm always sure, and then someone's like, wait, really? And I'm like, oh, man. Now I don't know. Um, yeah, they're trash. So. They're trash garbage. They should. Uh, um, speaking of trash garbage, you will care about this next piece of news. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise has reported that they will show Corinne and Demario on the show before the incident. Um, and the show will discuss what happened when it premieres. Hopefully that means it wasn't that bad then. Uh, have you seen DeMario's E! News interviews? I hate DeMario. Oh my god, he literally went on E! News. He's so disgusting. He went on E! News and had a three-part interview about, and he like graphically detailed what happened. So was he really just eating her out by the pool? He claimed she stuck her vagina in his face. I've seen like rumors that say that, yeah. yeah. So, you know. So basically they were having graphic consenting sex. Yes, but it was just that they were really sloppy drunk. I think was like the concerned. God, that's so iffy just thing. because like yeah, if they're both drunk technically like neither one of them is assaulting the other, but they're also kind of both assaulting the other. I don't know. It's Bachelor in Paradise, y'all. I just I really feel like this was a publicity stunt. Like I really do cuz I mean everything's like fine now. Especially because they cancel or they like Cancel they postponed it or whatever yeah. and then brought it back. It does feel like a publicity well, stunt. Well, it was all on camera, so like there was really no investigation to be done. Like it's literally on camera. What? I'm just trying to think of like the most sarcastic response, but I'm afraid it won't play well because you guys can't see my face. But like, what? There are cameras there? <laughs> wow. I wonder why it took them so long to investigate. Because yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. It has to have been just for the publicity. But, well, and I feel like, you know, Corinne and Demario have both said they're not coming back, but I feel like Demario definitely won't, because, like, why would he? But I feel like Corinne might show up at the end. She might. I don't know. I just feel like she might. There's definitely a chance, or, like, that she'll be on there next year or something. But I just want to say I called it because I (laughs) talked about Keeping Up with the Kardashians, how they, like, stopped filming while um, Lamar was in the hospital, and then they resumed a few weeks after and, like, detailed exactly what happened. Yeah, they were like, we're not showing it, but we're going to talk about it. Yes, they'll show what happened before, which... I'm interested to see that, because apparently she made out with, like, three different dudes. So, I don't know. I want to see what they're going to show. I hope they were better than Demaria. I want to know who it was. Like, who, Robbie? I heard it was that one guy who looks like the guy from The Office. What was his name? And St. Nick. She made out with St. Nick. I can't remember The Office guy, but St. Nick? Really? Yeah, she made out with St. Nick. Well, (laughs) Corinne, you get you some... Um, I did see a coffee mug at TJ Maxx that said something to the extent of, I wish I could take a nap right now, and I thought of Corinne. Oh, nap life forever. Yes, Corinne. We love you, Corinne. If you came back, we'd welcome you with open arms. Also, like, girl, you could straight up beat the shit out of Mario, and I would still be team Corinne, so. I was going to say, and open legs, but that's not tasteful. <laughs> but it's really funny. I mean, get you some, girl. <laughs> Okay, so, the quarter-life crisis. Guys, we debated, and we've been trying to do this episode for I don't even know how long, uh, but it's hard, because we get very real, and... Very emotional. Yeah, like... (laughs) Not really, but... A little bit, though, like, we'll start off, like, sarcastic and funny and making fun of ourselves, and then we're like, (gasps) life is over! Yeah, we're Um, never gonna leave. So, but we were braving it. Specifically this was actually for birthday. the first podcast episode we ever recorded. And then we buried it. It never saw. It was really hilarious. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember why it never saw the light of day, but I think it was maybe like the quality of the recording. Yeah. Um, I think we also talked shit about like, yep, specific that was, people. I was going to say, the other thing is we said things about people that we would not say to their face. Yes. Which is uh, always our rule. We don't say anything on here we wouldn't say to someone's face. So that's my rule about it. life. You, that too. Like, I'll talk shit about you, but like, I'll tell you to your face. Unless we've been very, very tipsy and we're recording a podcast. For the very no, first time. Then. Oh, yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the triggers. Well, what is a quarter-life crisis? A quarter-life crisis is, like, a midlife crisis, you know, where, like, old people turn 50 and then they, like, go out and buy a fucking motorcycle mm-hmm. or, like, have an affair. It's like that, but it's in your mid-20s. All right. So, what triggers said crisis? First up, we have love life. I don't know why I started with this one. Everything triggers it. Yes. Second of all, love life. Turning 25, I don't know. (laughs) Finding your first Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, what originally inspired it, it will get there. But there's a lot. I think it's really just kind of the overwhelming realization that you're growing up. Yes. And it's triggered by things like your love life. I can think of several good reasons why that would have come up first. Yeah, that that's kind of current. Like, that's not the biggest one, but it's one of the most prevalent right now. Just because Austin and I have lived together for like a year and a half, and we've been together seven years in August. We have no plans of getting engaged or getting married, but like we've literally, we named our children, like our future children like years ago. And so it's kind of like, sometimes we feel stuck. Like we have no desire to really get married, but like, what are we doing? You know? Well, and for friends and family, too, that's really, it's like, so y'all know, we're both in long-term relationships with people that we're living with. We're from the South. Our families are pretty religious. Um, So, like, for my family, the idea that Jordan and I are living together Mm -hmm. and, like, not getting married anytime soon is just, like, mind-blowing. They're like, well, are you going to get married? I mean, like, probably eventually. Yeah. Sure. They're like, well, then why not just get married now? Like, I don't want to. Like, getting that to them just doesn't happen. So even though, like, you can make your decision and be at peace with your decision, Mm -hmm. you have all these external forces being like, when are you going to get married? Don't you want to be married? Why aren't you married? Yeah. Don't you like him? Get married. Well, and it's, we'll touch on this in a minute too, but when you start seeing your friends getting married, starting in college, because like I said, we're in the Mm -hmm. South, getting married, having babies. I have a friend who's on baby number three, and I have another, like, friend who's, like, she's had baby baby fever, like, since she got married, and it's just, like, you feel that pressure too, because you see all these, like, all of your friends doing these things, and you're like, why don't I want that, like... Yeah, because, like, we don't, just or to like, be clear. If we yeah. wanted it, we could have it, but... Well, and then it's just, like, like I always see the meme where it's, like, you see someone online, like, having a baby, and you're like, oh, my God, like, we're, you're so young, why are you having a baby? And then you're like, oh, my God, that's normal now. Like, <laughs> that's I'm my age. The one that's weird. Yes. So, it's a lot. And you start to feel the pressure if you're single, too, because I know we have a coworker. she shall remain nameless, but I know she feels the pressure because she's actually a year older than me. She's 26, and she's, you know, still single. So she feels the pressure from her southern family to find a guy and settle down and start making babies. I even have, like, a good friend who's a year younger than me, and so she's 23. She's, she's like, a little more than a year younger than me, so she's, like, 22, 23. Um, but she just graduated college, and she got her full-time job, and, like, she's one who, like, has her five-year plan And in that five-year plan is getting married at, like, 26, but she's not dating anyone right now. So she's like, well, I guess I'd better start rewriting my plan, because I think she's 23. But... She still has three years. Calm down, girl. But, I mean, you don't want to, like, meet someone and get married. Some people do it. Some people do. I would do it if, like, I felt inclined to, or if, like, I think it's all about timing, really. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, 30 and single, and then I just met the right person, like, I'd do it sure yeah but she definitely feels a lot of pressure because she keeps like she'll you know meet someone and she'll date them for a little bit but nothing ever sticks so she's mm-hmm. like Ugh. so the pressure's there quarter life 20s are hard yes well and there's the idea if you do get married young or old like wh- however this goes that is still a lifelong commitment that you're yes. making at age 25 and i think that's a lot of it 
I mean, for me and other people I know, like, I don't want to have a midlife crisis and be like, oh, my God, I never dated. I've never, like, done anything. I've never traveled. Like, I don't want to have a midlife crisis. Right. So, like, I don't know. Well, because by the time you're, like, midlife, there's only so much you can do, right? Like, you're pretty set. Things are done. You might have kids. Here, you still have, like, potential and options, but you also have too many options. It's paralyzing. I also feel the pressure, like, you know, my grandmother... And my mom, they both, like, it's been a pattern for the women in my family to get married at age 21, have a baby by 23. And so my mom and my mom are always, like, asking me, like, are you going out? Are you having fun? And, like, I feel all this pressure. Like, I watch Sex in the City. And I'm like, I should be going out every night and, like, drinking and, like, making new friends. And, like, I don't know. There's so much pressure to just do things in your 20s. Well, it's weird because it's, like, your point, you know, our parents did this totally differently. Mm-hmm. So for us, they're like, okay, well, you're not doing what we did, but... You're still not doing enough. Right. They're like, but what are you doing? Yeah. You know, they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching Netflix. Chilling. Like, it's great. Straight chilling. But they don't understand. They're like, if that's what you're going to do, why don't you get married? Because like, what? <laughs> I'll do it later. Also, you can tell we're very mature as my response is. <laughs> She's sticking her tongue out right now. Why don't you get married? Um, but the other thing, Elise has already touched on this a lot, but friendships get weird in your 20s. Yes. Um, cause it's not like, I compare it in, an, it's on a larger scale to like when you're a uh, junior in high school and you're friends with some seniors and the seniors graduate and you're like, we're totally still going to be great friends, but then they're freshmen in college and you're a senior in high school. And you're no longer cool. Right. Like you guys have, you don't have anything in common anymore. You might still make that friendship work, but it's not the same. Um, and your 20s is, like, exactly like that forever. No one's ever at that same stage anymore, so friendships yeah. are a lot more complicated. Like, your best friend suddenly gets married and has two babies, and you're like, oh, cool, well, I want to hang out. And you're like, I mean, I want to hang out with you, too, but I'm super tired, dude. I have two babies. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah, we can go get lunch. We, like, can bring my baby with me. And you're like, cool. Or on the flip side, if you're in that in-between land, like we are, where you're in a committed relationship, but you don't really want to get married or have kids yet, so you're just kind of, like, chilling, but you're also not going out and partying, but then you do have that friend who is still going out and partying, and you're Mm -hmm. like, I love you dearly, not going clubbing on a Wednesday. Yes. I have the best of both of those worlds. Yeah, you've got a good mix. Yeah, and I'm just, like, always in the middle. I'm like, I don't want to, like, have babies, but I also don't want to, like, go and get blackout drunk. It's really weird. I'll do it at it my feels house. Like, yeah, it feels <laughs> like there's no in-between. Right. But, like, girl, everyone should just, if you're listening to this podcast, take a minute, pencil in some time to, like, chill on your couch. Yeah. It's great. Well, because I do, I'm like, I do that and I, you know, I love my life, but like I constantly feel pressure both ways to either settle down or just like go crazy. Because like, I don't want to do 20s, either one. You know? Both of those options are exhausting. I know. Same. My, like, ugh, no. That's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> we are the in-between. We're in the same place. <laughs> That's how we can record this podcast every week for you guys. Yeah, no babies like screaming in the background. There's laughs sometimes, but... He's not even screaming, though. No, he's been good. He hasn't tried to attack the microphone or anything. Um, But, I mean, and that's part of it, is we do spend a lot of time on this next, like, aspect Uh of the quarter-life trifecta, but it's a five, five points. We have five things, not three. Um, Five-fecta? Sinfecta? (laughs) I don't know. Pentfecta? It's a good, it's a good one. I'm sticking with that one. I'm committing um work but work 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 hashtag work because i mean we spend my our lives are just work it's what i think is interesting and fun and challenging and it's something i'm really passionate about um it's what i do instead of like having babies or partying till four in the morning but the triggers here can be maybe you're not making as much as you'd like. Maybe you're not exactly where you thought you'd be in your career. Maybe you're thinking about going back to school or switching careers. Like everyone I know is talking about going to grad school or they're in grad school or they're getting their Ph fucking D. And I'm like, okay, I'm just here making a salary. Yeah, well, because it's, 
it's odd because you look at what you're doing and you try to figure out how to be, again, to avoid that midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get to like age 50 and realize you haven't done what you wanted to do or you're not as far along as you were. And if only at 25 you'd gone to grad school, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't want that. So instead you're like, what should I do? What's the best decision? Um, And I think it goes back to having a lot of possibility. Yeah. The possibility is like paralyzing. Yeah. Because you're still early enough in your career that you can switch pretty easily or go to school or do something totally different. Or, in theory, if you, like, buckle down, you can be the next 28-year-old VP at BuzzFeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jealous view. Don't worry. If you're listening, 28-year-old VP at BuzzFeed, whose name I don't remember. I'm being quiet about this because I just have so much anxiety, like... A lot of my quarter-life crisis is, like, about this. Well, yeah, and that's... And it comes from other people. Like, I feel like I was fine until I heard everyone else, like, announcing they were doing things. And I was like, okay. Should I be doing something? Right. Like, should I? Um, I've talked about this on the podcast before, too, but um, my boyfriend, Jetty, has, like, I mean, now he's almost done with the program, but a little while back, he quit his job to do this 12-week coding academy for this total career change... Um, it was expensive. He had to pay for it. He had to go back to school and then he's also changing his career. But for him, it's going to be pretty awesome. Like everything points to it working out, um, and going really well. I'm going to knock on some wood so I don't jinx us, but that kind of goes to show how many options there are. And it's a little crazy. Yeah. I just want to like work really hard, be really good at what I do. And then not talk to, like, other people about going back to school. And then maybe that will resolve itself. Well, and I always hear, like, you know, I mean, we got our degrees in writing. And, like, I always, like, I talk to other people my age and they're, like, writing books on the side or, like, doing other things. And I'm just, like, I go home and I sleep. Oh, my God, this side hustle. Yes, the side hustle that gives me so much anxiety. I'm, like, I don't, my side hustle is, like, my cat. Like, I, I'm trying to grow his Instagram. I don't say you're hustling him. I mean, that's true. You are. You're trying to grow but it's, his Insta. it's not. Like, Follow him on Insta. Lazosaurus Rex. Please do, because I'm not working hard enough. <laughs> He's like 300 followers. He's so cute. He's so cute. He deserves all the sponsorships. I but just need to get him there. It does seem like everyone has something on the side. Especially, like, we're in this tech company with a lot of young people. And we'll have people who leave because they've started their own business or they'll leave to work on someone else's startup. There's a huge startup community in our area. And it's like, cool, I'm glad you're doing that. But I'm going to stay here with my paycheck (laughs) and my benefits. And my relatively normal work week. And uh, you go over there. Yeah. But it does feel like there's pressure. Like, why aren't we doing that? We're just as smart as Mm -hmm. they are. Are we not motivated enough? Do we not work hard enough? Well, and then it's the whole, like, do you want, like, I don't know. I'm starting to think about as I get older, the mix of, like, love life slash family slash work. And, like, in five years, I would hope I would have a kid, maybe. So it's, like, I feel this pressure to, like, work as hard as I can now because I know I'm going to want to, like, be an active mom and, like, maybe stay home. And it's just, like, it's thinking about all these things and it's, like... It kills me. You're trying to, like, work ahead. Yes. That mostly only works in school, but... I know. I respect your Thanks. ambitions. Well, I don't know. That's a lot. It sucks being a woman. Let's be real. That's true. Well, and it is... Men don't have to think about that. And they I don't. joke, like, you can't work ahead the way you can in, like, a workbook or something on your homework in high school or college. But you can in the sense that, like, the more established you are, the more likely someone is to make arrangements around right. you. Where, like, Cheryl Sandberg, her husband died, and she was talking about how difficult it was. And, like, totally valid, but she was like, I had never thought before about how hard it is to, like, be a parent, like, a single parent. She's like, it takes all of this work and all of this flexibility, but because she's Cheryl Sandberg, Facebook gave her, like, all this really flexible schedule and all of these sort of, like, adjustments and yeah, things see, that Yeah, see, that's what needed. I mean. Like, I'd like to know that I'm respected enough yeah. in, my commu- or in my career or in my field that I could leave for a couple years and be welcomed back. You could be Cheryl Sandberg. Yeah. I think you could do it. We'll see. Hopefully your husband doesn't die. Well, yeah, let's leave that out of the equation. (laughs) (laughs) She was Cheryl Sandberg before. Um, 
So finances. This is where I end up with a lot of anxiety because I feel like on the one hand, I'll think I'm really far ahead in the sense that like, you know, we're like with it or whatever. Like we're fairly mature. You know, we have this site where we talk about money and career and, you know, you should be asking for more and you should know your credit score and saving for retirement. But then every time I'm like, yeah, I've got this. Someone's like, if you don't have $15,000 in cash in your emergency fund right now, you could die tomorrow. If you can't put 20% down on a house, you might as well keep renting. You might as well, no, not even keep renting. You might as well like move into your car <laughs> and live under the bridge. And like, it's crazy how quickly. Or you buy too much avocado toast. Stop eating fucking <laughs> avocado toast. Or guac, or yeah, avocado no, toast. No, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But yeah, it's like the thing, because you know, I'll think like, yeah, I've got a good credit score. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it goes into my credit score. And then it's like, oh man, but like. I don't have that much savings. We've talked about this in the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have debt, but, like, it's not necessarily a pro. It's just, like, not a con. Yeah. You know. Well, and then traveling. You know, your 20s before you, you know, settle down, that's when you're supposed to travel. But, like, how? Where's yeah, that money where's coming from? where's the money? It sucks. And it's hard because you feel like you should. And you can even sit down... I'm bad about this. Like, I'll sit down and I'll make a budget. And I'm like, okay, I know there's money here. And I'm like, okay, so I should have money to do everything I want. That's never how anything actually turns out. Mm -hmm. You know, the numbers can say, you know, you have plenty to do X, Y, Z. But you never account for everything. I just want to go to Spain, you guys. For reals. Just let me go to Spain. I've never even been out of the country. I've only been to Spain once, but I want to go back. Forget the entire rest of the planet. I only want to go to Spain. It was so great. Okay, we have the most important one left. <laughs> this is like it. This is the number one. This is like the thing that brings you back. Like anytime you can get over these other four, one of these happens and you're like, ugh, you spiral. Well, and this is like what can literally ruin my life and like make me miserable. Like out of all of these. I feel like all of it could, but. No. no. All right, so you're going to let the, vain. let the audience in. Our bodies are the main trigger for the quarter-life crisis. Because basically at age 25, your body starts dying slowly. (laughs) No, it literally does. Everything, like, stops working. And you start, like, you start aging and decaying. And gravity starts hitting you. The main thing that's been hitting me is that I don't lose weight the way I used to. And I thought that was a thing that happened in, like, your 30s, not your mid-20s. Yep. It's very annoying. But I've also, since I don't lose weight as easily, I also gain weight more easily. Thanks. So easy to gain weight now. Yeah, I used to. I would like look at a fucking green smoothie and I would lose five pounds. Now I look at a donut and I gain five. My boobs gain five. (laughs) I wish my boobs gained five. It's my waist. Just turned into like a big old rectangle. It's not good. So now I'm trying to be active again, but you know the problem with that is when you're in your mid-20s, you have a lot less energy than you used and to. And less time. And what sucks about, like, our lives is we have such sedentary jobs where we just, like, sit at a computer all day. Like, that doesn't help. No, my little sister, she's a teenager, and she does dance, and then she does all this other stuff in theater, and she's so active. Like, she never sits still. She's just, like, moving and moving and moving and moving, and then she takes a nap. And then she's moving and moving and moving and moving. And then she eats. And then she moves some more. And then she takes a nap. It's crazy. Like, the amount of physical exercise she'll do. Yeah. Like, because she'll have dance classes for, like, three hours in a night. Mm -hmm. Like, what? I can't dance for three hours anymore. And it's not just because I'm out of shape. I just don't have that energy. Oh, my God. I literally take iron because I just don't have energy. It's crazy. Like it's so, and I still don't have energy. I've been taking it for, like, a few months now. Uh, and then sometimes I think about... So this is the other thing that gets me with the quarter-life crisis. I'm like, if I'm not happy right now, how much worse will it be in Yes! Or, like, if I feel this fat right now, like this yeah. is the skinniest I will ever be. Yes! I think that all the time. Ugh. I mean, there's a chance I'll, like, wake up and lose 10 pounds, but, like, doubt it. <laughs> There's a very real chance. You might this is poop like, and lose one. <laughs> this is like my new size. I need to accept it. It's about 10 pounds heavier than I was in college. 
and that's fine, but like that's only gonna keep adding to. Yeah. Like in my 30s, I'm gonna be 20 pounds heavier than I was in college. I need to pull like a Khloe Kardashian and get hot again. Because <laughs> I'm. Mm. I mean, that's my goal. I got them hips right now. But like, I'll say that and then I'll be like, okay, we're gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna meal plan, we're gonna do all of this. And then you know what we end up eating? Frozen pizza. What, that's my one true love. That's what I always come back to. So good. It's we're, really hard. We are eating less frozen pizza than we used to. Well, that's nice for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's it's pretty good for you. Okay, so of. other than weight gain, what what other types of body issues do we have? Ugh, so weight gain's like the easiest for me to talk yes. about because it's like sort of within it's my control. It's manageable. Still. Yes. Yeah. You can do something it's about like it. It's like mostly an illusion that you can do something about it, but at least you theoretically <laughs> can. You you can. It's just a matter of if you will. But like, here's some other shit that happens to you as you get older that you cannot control without medical intervention. Cellulite. Cellulite. Oh my god. Cellulite has taken over my life. Like I, I Awful. I literally physically can't with and cellulite. And it's like you might gain weight, you might lose weight, but you know what you still got? Cellulite. And y'all, creams, fuck cellulite creams. Don't waste your money on that shit. That doesn't work. Hey guys, I want to tell you something. Elise legit just bought some as she's telling you this. So she's a it's, hypocrite. But it's so glory. <laughs> I'm going to test it out and see if it works. But it's like a massage thing. They say if you like massage Massage your... is supposed to work. Yeah. I don't think it does, but we'll see. But I, just, I, I mean, it might work like coffee grounds or whatever is supposedly works. But like, who has that time to just sit there and massage their own ass? <laughs> You know? Like, how do you even reach back there? That's, like, the supreme... (laughs) No, but the really, like, the ultimate goal is to have enough time for someone else to massage your ass. Yes. Like, do you think Gwyneth Paltrow Paltrow massages her own ass? With goop? No. (laughs) With goop? (laughs) No. There are, like, 12 people massaging her ass for her at any given moment. like... Literally, like, one hand would cover both ass cheeks. Yeah. No, she's got, like, a team of people, and they're injecting her with, like, B vitamins straight to the butt. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Literally, it's a hereditary thing. Yeah. Like, I started noticing cellulite when I was 19. Well, some And I was, like, so fit back then. Yeah. I was in college. I walked everywhere. Well, I had stopped dancing. Oh, yeah, 19. That was probably what started it. But but a lot of things that we don't like about our bodies are honestly just hereditary. Yes, like spider veins. Spider veins. Spider fucking veins. Fuck you, spider veins. I have baby spider veins. They're like little blue dashes. Yeah, they're only going to get worse. I don't really have... I have like a few that you can kind of see, you know, but it's like... It's still to the point where it's 50-50 that I could just be really pale, but... And they're like, like actual veins? Yeah, but like my mom definitely has spider veins, so they're coming. Oh, my mom has them everywhere. Yeah. Hang on, I need to check on this baby. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Last break. What's wrong, Angel? My baby's crying. Not even pooping. Last, what's wrong? Okay, what were you talking about? Spider veins. Mm-hmm. Your mom has them everywhere. Yes, she does. So the other um, thing, spider veins, there's nothing you can do about them. Again, you can buy creams, you can walk four miles every day. You can day. laser them. I've heard that works. But then you can go to the doctor and <laughs> they can solve your problems. Uh, basically, I mean, there's nothing a doctor can't change about your body. Uh, there is. Stretch marks. They can't, like, no. They can lighten them. So when I was 16, my body just overnight ballooned and I got boobs. Got I got that Kim hips. K bud. Yeah, just literally overnight, and, you know, I was on dance team, and so I had to wear short skirts, and I had them all over my thighs. They were red, purple, like, disgusting, and I, like, it ruined my life, so my mom paid for laser, and it just turned them white. So, I mean, they're still there. I call them my tiger stripes. They look like uh, Chrissy Teigen's in that one picture where she's sitting, like, Indian style. I wonder if she had hers lasered or if hers just happened to be that light. I don't know. That's suspicious now that I think about She's it. She's also super tan. I bet maybe, like, the sun can lighten them. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you can laser them and they'll be less noticeable. But it's literally where your skin tears yeah. apart. So, like, they're always going to be there. I mean, I guess they could do, like, skin grafts or something. But then you have a whole different set of scars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing. So, talking about teenagers being the... 
the beginning of our quarter life crisis. It <laughs> all day, started way back when. <laughs> One day, I was in the car with my mom. Oh, God. And I kid you not, this is a true story. And I love my mother. We are very close. But let's just talk about some trauma. We were sitting in the car. We were at a stoplight. And my mom just leans over and goes, Oh, you have little baby crow's feet. That's so cute. Oh, you do? I see them. I do, <laughs> yes. Like, no, they're there. I should, like, post to the Instagram when this goes live and be like, guys, look at these. They're there, like, for real. I've used eye cream. I've done everything. I've used retinol. It just won't go away. And then, you know what? It's fine. I've made my peace with it. Most time I wear glasses with very thick frames, so you can't see it anyway. But yeah, she just leaned over and goes, oh, little baby crow's feet. I was like, mom. Not to make you feel worse, but crow's feet are legit my worst nightmare. Yeah. Because I used to watch uh, Gossip Girl, Hello, my favorite show, and um, Lily Vanderwoodson had the nastiest crow's feet I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, when I think of that woman, I think of her crow's feet. Yeah. I have biggest fear. So, like, y'all know, real feminist um, and whatever, but I have, people are usually pretty shocked by the fact that I have made no secret of the fact that if my crow's feet get to the point where, like, I cannot stand them anymore or any par- other part of my face, I will not hesitate to have plastic surgery, assuming I have the money. You would just get some Botox, wouldn't you? It depends. I mean, if, like, a facelift would work better... Yeah. I wouldn't do a facelift. No, fuck that. I mean, but also keep in mind, this is 20 years from now. Technology will be awesome. Let's hope. See? Let's fucking hope. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to look a real housewife. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to look that nasty. But, assuming they're better by then, you know, like, yeah, totally. Straight up, I would have plastic surgery. I'm definitely going to have to get a boob lift. Or just reduction. I've dreamed about a reduction my entire life. But I don't want the scars. Once again, I have too many scars. Don't need those. I just need to lose weight. A boob left will give you scars too. I know. Uh, Will it? Yeah. What do they do? I don't know. They just have to like cut in and move Uh, stuff. Okay, none of that. I just need to lose weight. (laughs) Okay, there's a lot of of biology at work here. Even losing weight though, you're still going to have boobs. (sighs) Yeah, they're like a Y'all, triple she's like D right now. Stacked. Y'all have no idea. She's it's... unhappy about it, and everyone else is like, Ugh, I want no. your boobs. I literally cry, like, every single day. And like, she swears that we don't, but, like... No, I literally, I was, like, getting ready for work this morning, and I, like, was in front of the mirror, and I was, like, lifting them up and then letting them fall <laughs> ten times, and then I came out, and Austin was on the couch, and I was like, hey, baby, um, do my boobs look nice? And he was like, yeah, why? And I was, like, turning to the side, and I was, like, posing and making different angles, and I was like, I just wish they were up here. And he stared at me like I was crazy, and I was like, let me guess, guys don't notice those things? And he was like, no. He's like, we just see boobs. But also, like, (laughs) y'all, she's making it sound like she has, like, waist length. They're just huge. They're still, like, they're exactly where they're supposed to be. They are large boobs. Most people would, like kill for those boobs. Well, they can. I wish yes. I could donate them. People to have surgery to make their boobs look like Elisa's. Yeah, but they're perky after the <laughs> surgery. Like, goddamn. But I, I don't do, pay for these. I do recognize big boobs have their own struggle. <laughs> yes. I just want you to know that Yeah, she... as a feminist, recognize my struggle. <laughs> that she's I'm making suffering. it sound like she's a cave troll. <laughs> and, like, that's not the situation. It's legit, like, Kim K over here. Stop. Like, stacked. Well, I don't even... This is very unfeminist of me to say, but I don't even like her body. I think she's too much. <laughs> you just have, like, curvy girl baggage. I do. I just want to be, like, a small little pixie. But, okay, where were we? This is not even um, quarter-life crisis. This it, is but just, it like, is! So, this is what it does. I was going to say, body this issues. is just, like, lifelong body hatred, which, <laughs> like, as women, most of us are definitely guilty of because of the patriarchy and society I guess and blah, the, blah, blah. the point of it is it gets worse yes. as you get older. Well, well, and also gravity, hello, that's another part of it. Like, it, it creates cellulite, it creates boob problems but at the same time i feel like part of what makes it worse as you get older is at least i know that like fundamentally these are not huge problems you know like it shouldn't be a big deal yes like i shouldn't care whether i gain five pounds or if i have crow's feet or whatever and like fundamentally vanity is stupid blah 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 blah. that doesn't change the fact that i'm still pretty vain yes but i don't i I don't care as much as I did when I was younger. That's like, true. Like, I feel like the older I get, yes, these problems still exist, and I still, like, 
you know, but like I don't care what people think as much. Like I care what I think. I think that's what it is now. Like I want to like what I see in the mirror, but I don't really give a shit. Like I want people at work to like respect my brain. Right. You know, like I don't care what they think about uh, what's my that outfit. What's quote you always like, say from Grey's Anatomy? Oh, uh, don't call me beautiful if you want to like compliment me, compliment my brain. Yeah, something like that. It's Christina Yang. Yeah. I love that quote. I feel like when I'm like 70, like I literally won't give a shit. Probably not. Yeah, I think at some point we'll get there and just be like, yep. Yeah. yeah, I saw a quote the other day and it was like, if you're ever mad about how old you look in a picture, just remember that's literally the, like, how do they put it? It's the youngest you're ever going to look in a photo again. Oh my god. Right? Because, like, the next second you're older. Whoa. Um, but I think that's part, like, I know fundamentally that, like, a lot of these problems are not big problems because, you know, you're old enough to have some mm-hmm. perspective, but at the same time, that doesn't change the fact that you still feel Yeah, you're a human, you have emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, and you live in, like, your own world, and you are the center of your u- universe, and, yeah. like, so. But I do, like, you know, oh, man, I just, like, look back at, like, teenage me, and I'm like, why did you even care about, you know, like, that one problem or whatever? Because I'm like, teenage you was... Perk. Well, that's what's crazy. Perfect. I'm at least, like, 15 pounds heavier than I was when I was a teenager, but, like, I have 10 million times more confidence. Yes. So, even though we're going through the quarter-life crisis, like, it's not all bad. It's true. Because you can, it gives you perspective, because you think about it, and you're like, oh, man, you know, 10 years ago, I was so unhappy with my body, but I weighed 15 pounds less, but, like, huh, maybe the weight is not all of the problem. No. So you know, you know, in 10 years, you might weigh more. Now you have the finances and the work and the friendships (laughs) and the love life. Yeah, that's a whole different. Although I think I'm less stressed about my love life than I was as a teenager, too. Oh, definitely. I I was telling Austin the other day, I remember back, like, it's crazy thinking about in high school when, like, all I ever thought about was, like, boy problems. Like, that was my biggest issue in life. It was, like, my biggest issue, and I was really deeply invested in all of my friends' boy problems. Mm -hmm, That, too. I'm shaking my head right now because, yeah, whole different life. So, in, like, 25 years, Elise and I will totally still be podcasting and we will give you an update. That'd be awesome. We'll probably be, like, using our minds to transmit (laughs) our conversations directly into the brains of our listeners. We'll have a team of interns to decipher our (laughs) thoughts. Yes. (laughs) What would Elise and Malia say? Yes, we're not even going to be podcasting anymore. It'll be interns, like, guessing what we might say. Ooh, there'll be a movie about us. Ooh, yes. That'd be cool. (laughs) We're getting too ahead of ourselves. Um, So, yes, we will check back in and let you know how our midlife crisis is. Um, Speaking of friends' love lives and, like, helping friends. And of how much wisdom we have gained. Yes. And how wise we are now. We're going to bestow our wisdom upon our latest Dear HBIC um, contributor. I kind of want to read this one. Do I haven't it. read one in a long time. Okay. Laz, say Dear HBIC. No? Okay. <laughs> We're talking. I didn't know if you want to turn. Okay. Dear HBIC. So I have two friends slash acquaintances who are pregnant. They're both friends of friends. One of them is my boyfriend's best friend's wife. Well, a mutual friend is texting me asking what I think about throwing them a joint surprise baby shower since they are both having boys and they are due around the same time in like September or October. I really feel like she's trying to get me to volunteer my house for this, but like, is it my responsibility to throw these people a baby shower? I feel like I know them well enough to go to their baby shower, but I'm not sure I feel close enough to them to be the one who is hosting it. Plus, she's wanting to do it at the end of August, which is going to be a crazy time for me since I'll have just quit my job. I'm sorry, Laz is crying in the background. Laz feels your pain, dear contributor. (laughs) Since I'll have just quit my job to start grad school. Oh, and not to mention I'm going to be broke AF because grad school. What do I do? I just Um, can't start with this. (sighs) So... Okay, first of all, don't. Right. Don't throw just, a baby Just shower. say no. Okay, um, so let's go over the details. Um, they're, it's, uh, they're not your friends. The, friends the pregnant friends. people are not your friends. The are, girl who like, wants to, to throw the baby shower with you isn't really your friend. Like, first of all, are the babies going to call you auntie? No, don't throw the shower. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even, like, you know, if it's a really good friend, whatever. But, yeah, that's not... You're not close enough. It's weird. 
they honestly like do they even want a joint shower that would be a question too like if i were pregnant i wouldn't want to have well, a joint baby shower and it's just i'm really confused why is this girl asking you to throw someone else a baby shower like why isn't she throwing it does she not have a house can that's she not like what throw I'm it like. at a church or like that's really what I feel like it's coming to is like the mutual friend really wants her to throw her the the reader writer listener person the person who wrote this question for us we need to come up with a name for them we do <laughs> hey guys start signing your letters yes <laughs> please start signing your letters otherwise we're gonna make up embarrassing names for you um but the mutual friend really wants. The question Les, <laughs> do you have an opinion? <laughs> tell us. Come here and tell us all about it. We said he was doing so well earlier, too. <laughs> He's just staring at us and yowling. Okay, Lash. Um, anyway, mutual friend wants to use this girl's house instead of throwing it at her house. Like, I think that's the whole point. And she wants this girl to do all the work. That's definitely what I'm hearing in this as well. This is so, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. First of all, who wants to throw a baby shower? No First one. First of all, yeah. Like, why would you do it if it's not your idea? You know, like, I feel like it would be, well, no. I was going to say it would be different if one of these two girls had come to you and asked you to throw it, but that would be even tackier. You don't ask people to throw you showers. I think it's just weird because it's, it would be like, okay, so... As an example, if, like, say, Christine was having, our coworker and friend Christine was having a baby, and you came to me and were like, hey, maybe let's plan this baby shower, and, like, maybe we could have it at your house because you have a nicer house. I don't, but just metaphorically. Like, that wouldn't be weird. But if your friend Marissa was pregnant and you were like, hey, Malia, I really think you should co-host this baby shower with me can we have it at your place i'd be like i really like don't know that's not like that would be weird because i mean i like marissa i've met her like four times but like not close enough to throw a baby shower Laz just fucking stunk it up and oh my god that stinks so guys Laz is like terrorizing the last that's what he thinks of of this bullshit baby shower okay so my advice is just say no just be like i'll attend if you want to throw one but like i'm about to start grad school i don't have time or money like i'd love to attend but i can't throw it so what do you say what if they say something like i'm just trying to think I mean, we all have those, like, slacker friends who try to rope you into doing stuff for them. So what if she comes back and is like, well, we've got plenty of time to plan it. I would say no. <laughs> Lisa's just like, no. No. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I, I mean, if she, like, goes that far, then just be real with her. Be like, look, I, they're, they're friends, but they're not, like... I'm not going to throw them a baby shower. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, they're your friends. Yeah. Like, just be like, they're more your friends than they are mine. I would love to attend. I'd love to buy them a gift. But I just don't feel comfortable having it in my home. I don't know. I probably wouldn't even say that either. I would just make up an excuse. like, I don't even like going to baby showers. I mean, I don't either. That's the lie. If that child's not calling me auntie, I'm not going to the baby shower, first of all. Second of all, like... It's just tacky, especially, I just can't. There's so much that's such a nope. Like, y'all don't have any other friends. Those pregnant girls don't have any other friends. The one thing I'm firm on is do not throw the baby shower. That's weird. That's weird. And I think they would think it's weird, too. I agree. So just just say no. Do what you have to do. Lie. Make up an excuse. But just say no. It's weird all around. I'm a fan of being very, very blunt. You can totally make up an excuse because that's easier, but I think this person's out of line, and I would be very tempted to be like, by the way, this is really out of line. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. They're not my friends. Go away. But be nicer than that. <laughs> yes. I mean, I wouldn't actually say that. I'd probably be like, honestly, like you said, they're more your friends than mine. This is a bad time for me. I'll be starting grad school. I quit my job. I'm really broke. Blah, 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 so blah, just blah, send blah. an email and list out all the reasons no. <laughs> and that's then block like. this girl's number. Yeah, she sounds weird. Never talk to her again. Um, so, 
Elise, I picked, I think we've, like, covered that. If you have more questions, you can send a follow-up. But, like, yeah, email basically us, this girl's nuts. Email us at hitusup at earnspinlove.com and send us your DRHBIC questions. They can be, obviously, friend-related or love-life-related or work or finance-related. Yes, we'll be very blunt and honest with you. And we'll tell you if your friends are weird. Yeah, this girl's weird. Stop being <laughs> friends with her. Okay, would you rather? So I picked this would you rather specifically for the quarter life crisis episode. Okay. We have discussed a version of it before, but mm-hmm. it's been a really long time, and so yes. I want to know if our answers have changed. Okay. But I also don't remember our original answers, so <laughs> this will be hard. I don't either. Um, would you rather live to the age of 90 and retain the mind of a 25-year-old for the last 65 years of your life. Or would you rather live to the age of 90 and retain the body of a 25-year-old for the last 65 years of your life? I think I do remember my answer. I remember my answer, too. I think I said the body because I don't want to have the mind of a 25-year-old the rest of my life. I'd like to grow up and mature and not give a shit about anything. I said body because I'm an asshole. and my <laughs> So here's my reasoning. I was like, body... Because your brain is part of your body, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think you did say something like that. So, um, if I'm going to answer, like, for real, I I don't, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Just because, I mean, to your point, like, we just spent the last 20 minutes talking about, like, how much more mature and self-actualized yeah. we are now. I wouldn't want to miss on, like, miss out on that. But at yeah. the same time, you also don't want, like, Alzheimer's. Yes, that is. I consider that for a brief second. Yeah, like brain but degeneration. You is don't no know joke. if you're gonna get that. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely gonna like start to go dotty either way. I mean, yeah, you'll get forgetful. Like no your memory's what, gonna but, go. But you might not have like dementia. But I still think it'll be worth it, just because you end up you would miss out on so much wisdom if you were like, I want to have the mind of a twenty five year old. Also, guys, we're both really vain, so... Yes, we are. <laughs> the body of a 25-year-old sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah, let's just look like Jennifer Aniston the rest of our lives. No. She's going to be 90 and still have killer legs. She, like, definitely made a deal with the devil, calling her yeah, right she now. Did. She does not age. <laughs> um, so what are we loving this week, Elise? Since we answered that, would you rather really quickly? I yeah, thought it was, was going to be harder. No, that was really easy. We're both so vain. Oops. Um, I don't know. I'm loving my new notebook from the Crybaby Club, <laughs> courtesy of Malia and Christine. Early birthday present. Yes. They took me to lunch today. They gave me um, this notebook. What's it say? I've, it says, um, I may cry, but I can still get things done. And I think it originally the quote was, I can still get shit done, and I like that one better. But I love this <laughs> notebook, and I love the Crybaby Club. If you're listening, Crybaby Club, make one that says shit. Please. I will buy it. But I follow you on Insta. Yes. It's very cute, and it's perfect for Elise, because she is, like, she's very much the, like, sensitive soul, but she also is, like, no nonsense. Yes. yes. She's like, I'm sensitive, but not right now. Get yes. out of here with that. Yes, yeah. that's, like, my, like, life's, like, theme is, like, Mantra. I'm emotional, I cry, but, like, I still get my shit done. <laughs> and I'm not, like, fucking with you right now. Right. <laughs> get out of here. Okay, what are you loving this week? Oh, yeah. Mine is a follow-up. Part one is a follow-up from a couple of weeks ago when I said I was tentatively loving Glow because Glow wasn't out yet. Oh, yeah. It's so good, y'all. Go watch it. How far are you? Finished. You finished it? Yeah. How many episodes? Yeah, like 13. It's like a normal Netflix. hour long? Or 30 minutes? 30. Okay, so that's nothing. Yeah, it's not very long. Uh, But it's so good. It's, It's very, like, feminist girl power- um, it addresses a lot of, like, stereotypes and different social issues, but in, like, a really funny way, so it's still a comedy the whole time. Mm-hmm. The premise definitely sounded ridiculous, but they totally pulled it off, and it's so good. I need so, to watch it. Watch it. I know. I'll get, there, I'll get there one day. Do that, like, tomorrow. I thought you were going to say that's what you should do, like, in the hotel on your trip, and I was like, no. <laughs> so, Lisa's going on vacation, and I think instead of Yay! going on vacation, she should just sit at home and watch Glow. That's just a normal Tuesday night. Yeah, no, you should not do your vacation that way because that's just life. (laughs) Yeah. But you should move it up on your, like, list of things to watch. Yes. Oh, yeah, the other thing I'm loving, like, the current thing, because you guys obviously need something new, is uh, secondhand fast fashion because buying fast fashion from a real store makes me feel a little bad because of all of the people who were, like, exploited to make it so cheap. But if you buy it from a secondhand store... They get none of the profits, so it's perfect. 
Also, it's like Forever 21 at Goodwill prices, so you can't lose. Literally, the shirt I'm wearing right now was from Forever 21, except I bought it at a consignment store called Plato's Closet I for five dollars. I like that shirt. Yes, and I took $5. some stuff to Plato's Closet. Wouldn't that be funny if like I like I took stuff <laughs> last week and then you showed up to work in like my pencil skirt or something? I would have been pissed that I didn't get first dibs. If it was something, like, awesome enough that, like, I would have bought it. Yeah. I have some stuff left over. I can let you look at it. Okay. (laughs) But it was, like, I cleaned out stuff from, like, I had, like, leopard print mini skirts. No, it's not. You know I'm not about that And, like, hot pink tight, like, pencil skirts and, like... Oh my god, so many things. I miss being about that life, but I'm not about that life. <laughs> I am not either anymore. I used to be like Mindy Kaling fashion, and now more Devil Wears Prada. Just like black. I think I'm going to go through a, because I was like more, you know, loud like Mindy Kaling, mm-hmm. and then like, it's more subtle, but I think it's because right now I want to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, Mindy's age in the TV show is like, 30 something mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm in my 30s I'll like have a like cycle like I'll circle back to the mm-hmm. fun oh yeah for sure because yeah. your 30s are the new 20s or whatever right. well like right now I feel like it's I mean part of the quarter life crisis is we have all of this going on in our head but then also it's like no one takes us seriously because yes. we're the babies in the office forever yeah. so we wear very serious clothing and we look very serious just kidding I'm wearing ripped jeans today and a forever 21 top that I didn't even buy new but, in theory, we wear very serious clothing. So, what was your boss slash adulting moment this week? <laughs> so, it was either crazy or, like, full-blown adulting. So, I'm going to call it adulting. Um, I woke up early this morning, and instead of just sitting around sipping coffee, I did the dishes while I drank my Whoa, coffee. Whoa, look out. The sink was full, and so I did the dishes, and now the sink is not full. Hmm. What was yours? Okay, so... Hers is way more exciting. Is this podcast going out... It's not going out this week, right? It's going out next week? Yes. Okay. So, I will already be back (laughs) next week. So, if you're hearing this right now, I'm already back for my vacation. But my, like, adulting moment is that I'm going on vacation for my birthday. I don't go on vacation that much. No, I was going to say, you make it sound like it's not a big deal, but it is. You actually don't go on vacation, like, at all either. I know. I'm terrible. (laughs) That's why I know how impressive it is. Um, But, yeah. I guess this is, like, safer anyway for, like, people who might want to, like, break in and steal shit. True. Now you can't. Boom. Um, but yeah, I'm going to the Biltmore Estate with my boyfriend Austin um, in North Carolina, and we're just gonna have a chill weekend and go to the estate. And they have a winery. We're gonna do a wine tasting, and just North Carolina is beautiful. So we're just gonna drive around. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Are you exciting. flying or driving? We're driving. It's gonna be a road trip. So you're gonna have your car. And we're gonna have a rental car. Oh, mm-hmm. that's even better. Yeah, that way there's no, like, wear and tear on my car. Because my car's a piece of shit anyway. And his <laughs> truck's a piece of shit. It's paid so, off. Yes. But I'm driving shit. as long as I can, but I'm not traveling in it. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, that's a big deal. Like, vacations are a big deal because it's hard when all, you're so focused on work. Yes. And you feel like you're so busy to take the well, time to go on vacation. This could not come at a more perfect time. Like, yeah. I literally, last week, almost lost my effing mind. Yeah. And so, this week I've been, like, or this week, today, I've been super calm with everything because I'm like, I don't care. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> but, like, two more days. Yes. But, anyway, I, like, have already told some people, like, literally, the only message I want to receive is happy birthday on Monday. Yeah. That's it. And that's, like, like a good And that's the other me. thing is it's, like, it's important to set boundaries mm-hmm. and all these other things that are important. So, vacation's a big deal. Yeah. I'm going to turn hard. off all my notifications for Slack and email. What am I going to do with that? You can text me. Like, literally, you can text me. Not about work. Unless everything's just, like, going to shit. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, I need you. But if it's not an emergency, don't. But still. Or if you just want to talk shit. I'll talk shit all day long. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I can, like, find a new internet grudge and tell you all about it. Yes. All right. But yeah, it's gonna be sad. But that's also part of why we're recording early, so yes. Elise doesn't have to do any work on her birthday. It's my birthday. Um, and you guys won't even care that this didn't go out when we recorded it because tomorrow's the Fourth of July, and you are very busy. Hopefully, I'm setting off fireworks. Look, I have my Fourth of July shirt. It was free at American Eagle. If you go shop at American Eagle, they'll give you a free shirt. 
got one. Because like I'm right shopaholic. Like the old navy flags. I know. Did you buy some new jeans? I did. I bought two new pairs. Exactly. I, were you oh, wearing them today? So I went to, yes. I thought they were I really liked that pair too. But I went to the Gap first. And um, PSA, Gap jeans suck. Yeah. They suck hardcore. If you didn't like Gap jeans, you're not going to like old navy jeans either. Okay. Well, then I'll just stick to American Eagle. Yeah. They, they didn't put out new jeans that I liked for a while, but I found two pairs that I really liked. So. That is the struggle. So, like, yes. super adulting. Yeah, so adulting. Right. Spending money. And butt. <laughs> making sure your butt is covered. I don't know. It sounds pretty adult to me. It takes a lot of work for me. <laughs> All right. She's just trying to pretend she doesn't look like Kim K, but she does. So, hmm. I'm looking um. more like Chloe right now. <laughs> Free hotness. <laughs> But anyway, I want to look like Courtney. Pre-hot Chloe. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. Right. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, give us a five-star rating. Tell us how much you love us. Send us Dear HBICs. Follow us everywhere, mm-hmm. including YouTube. Um, yes, and especially YouTube. Please go subscribe. Yes. Go troll me. Go tell me, like, how fat I am and, like, all of it. Yeah, we want some of those, like, tween haters we keep hearing about on the news. Yes. It does. Come find us. I'll respond, too. I'll tell you what's up. <laughs> we'll get in some internet fights. Yeah. All right. And, of course, always, always, always listen. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll be back next week. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Bye. Gross. <laughs> What, you don't love our listeners? Uh, no. Sorry, guys. I don't even know you. Well, fuck you guys. (laughs) Bye.